Chapter Three of Andreas Vesalius, the Reformer of Anatomy, by James Morris Ball. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter Third: Mondino's Successors. For two hundred years, anatomists used Mondino's book as a text for their lectures, and for the same period, anatomical writers did little more than comment upon this treatise the new art of wood engraving was turned to anatomical use and crude illustrations of the various parts of the body were put into circulation some of these pictures were in the form of fliegender blätter or flying leaves a set of anatomical plates of this type was issued by a certain ricardus hila a physician of paris as early as the year fourteen ninety three they were printed at nuremberg their character may be judged by the accompanying illustration of the osseous system gabriel de zerbi one of mondino's commentators was gabriel de zerbi of verona who taught medicine logic and philosophy in the universities of padua bologna and rome his book anatomia corporis humanae appeared at venice in fifteen o two zerbi imitated mondino in style abbreviations and language the work however contained some original observations regarding the fallopian tubes the puncta lacrimalia and the lacrimal gland from the fact that zerbi describes two lacrimal glands in each orbit it is known that many of his dissections were made upon brutes zerbi's reputation which extended to all parts of europe was the cause of his death the venetians received from constantinople the request for a skilful physician who should treat one of the principal seigneurs of turkey the republic turned its eyes to zerbi who went to constantinople apparently cured the seigneur and loaded with presents started on the return voyage for venice unfortunately the patient suddenly died after a debauch the infuriated turks overtook the ship on which zerbi and his son were passengers and carried them back to constantinople where both the anatomist and his son were quartered alive john palicht among the german anatomists of this period was john palicht a leipzig jurist whose philosophia naturalis compendium printed in leipzig in fourteen ninety nine contains crude anatomical illustrations magnus hunt far more important was the anthropologium of magnus hunt fourteen forty nine to fifteen nineteen of magdeburg which appeared at leipzig in fifteen o one it contains four large and several small woodcuts which are among the earliest of anatomical illustrations one of these shows the trachea on the right side of the neck passing downward to the lungs on the left side the esophagus is represented in the thorax are seen the lungs and the heart the latter resembling the figure of this organ as presented on old playing cards the pericardium has been opened and the stomach and intestines are crudely figured the diaphragm is absent laurentius frisian early in the sixteenth century a holland physician laurentius frisian frise frisen residing in the german city of colmar and later at metz wrote a popular book on medicine spiegel der arzne which was published at strasbourg in fifteen eighteen 
it contains two anatomical illustrations cut in wood dated fifteen seventeen and supposedly made after the drawings of vecklin a pupil of the elder holbein these pictures tell their own story they show a marked improvement over the figures which hunt published in fifteen o one the other anatomical plate in Frisian's book is devoted to the skeleton alexander achillinus the italian physician alexander achillinus fourteen sixty three to fifteen twenty five professor of philosophy and medicine in bologna is deserving of mention for his anatomical knowledge zealously devoted to the arab medical authors achillinus made numerous discoveries which are set forth in his general anatomy de humani corporis anatomica venice fifteen sixteen and in a commentary upon modino's work in mondini anatomium annotationis venice fifteen twenty two he discovered the duct of the sublingual gland usually credited to wharton two of the auditory ossicles the malleus and the incus the labyrinth the vermiform appendix the cecum and iliocecal valve and the patheticus nerve portal credits him with a better knowledge of the bones and of the brain than was possessed by his predecessors berengario da carpi giacomo berengario jacobus berengarius carpensis also known as carpus was born in the small town of carpi in the duchy of modena in the year fourteen seventy his father who was a surgeon directed his studies and for a time he was placed under the instruction of the learned aldus manutius graduating in medicine from the university of bologna berengario became noted for his skill in surgery and anatomy he taught these branches in pavia and was a member of the bologna faculty from fifteen o two to fifteen twenty seven then he practised for a time in rome where he amassed a fortune by the treatment of the victims of syphilis the last twenty years of his life were spent in ferrara where he died in fifteen fifty berengario was one of the restorers of anatomy his first dissection is said to have been made in the house of albert pion seigneur de capri this demonstration was given publicly upon the body of a pig soon the anatomist turned his attention to human subjects of which it is said that more than a hundred passed beneath his scalpel berengarius later years are said by brambilla to have been made miserable by the machinations of the agents of the inquisition who objected to some of his opinions regarding the organs of generation he was unjustly accused of dissecting living men an accusation which arose from his statement that the surgeon should observe the anatomy of the living body whenever it was opened by wounds or accidents berengario determined to improve mondino's book by making corrections in the text and by adding suitable illustrations no illustrations were to be found in the early editions of mondino and those which were added by later editors of the work were untrue to nature to Barangario must be given the credit of furnishing some of the first anatomical illustrations that were published and that were made from actual human dissections these appeared in his commentaries of carpus upon the anatomy of mundinus 
carpi commentaria super anatomia mundini which was published at bologna in 1521 the volume contains twenty-one plates which were cut in wood they have been credited to the celebrated artist hugo de carpi while the drawing is somewhat coarse the illustrations are true to nature and show a distinct advance over preceding pictures of this class berengario states that his plates will be of value not only to physicians and surgeons but also to artists et iste figure etiam juvant pictores in lineandis mambris some of his figures are schematic for example those showing the abdominal muscles so much better are his illustrations than those of his predecessors that it may fairly be claimed that barangario was the first author to produce an illustrated anatomy barangario also wrote a short introduction to the anatomy of the human body isagogai varevis in anatomiam humanae corporis and a work on fractures of the skull he was the first anatomist who described the basilar part of the occipital bone the sphenoidal sinus and the tympanic membrane marion credits him with the first correct description of the great omentum gastrocolic and transverse mesocolon of the cecal appendix vermiformis of the valvuli coneventus of the intestines of the relative proportions of the thorax and pelvis in man and woman of the flexor brevis pollicis of the vesiculi seminales of the separate cartilages of the larynx of the membranous pellicle in front of the retina attributed to albinus of the tricuspid valve between the right auricle and ventricle of the heart of the semilunar valves at the commencement of the pulmonary artery of the inosculation between the epigastric and mammary arteries and an imperfect account of the cochlea of the ear he was the first of the medieval anatomists to deviate from the galenic teaching in regard to the structure of the heart he diplomatically states that in the human subject the foramina in the cardiac septum are seen only with great difficulty sad in omini cum maxima difficultate videntur john dryander john dryander a german physician whose true name was eichmann called himself dryander in accordance with the custom of adopting names derived from the latin or greek languages he was born about the year fifteen hundred in the wetterau in hesse after obtaining proficiency in mathematics and astronomy he went to paris where he studied medicine for several years returning to germany he engaged in the study of practical anatomy and became a professor at marburg in which city he died in the year fifteen sixty he is said to have conducted the first dissections that were made in marburg where he taught anatomy for twenty-four years or from fifteen thirty six to fifteen sixty dryander although he was a partisan of mondino and de carpi and was a fierce and sometimes an unfair opponent of vesalius deserves to be regarded as one of the restorers of anatomy he made several observations upon the distinction between the cortical and the medullary portions of the brain and was one of the earliest practical anatomists of the sixteenth century to furnish anatomical illustrations 
he made important astronomical observations and was the inventor of several useful instruments he was the author of three medical works of which two were upon anatomy his anatomia mundini which was published at marburg in fifteen forty one contains forty-six plates many of which have been copied from berengario's work charles estienne charles estienne better known by the name of carolus stephanus was a french anatomist whose work is worthy of remembrance born in the early part of the sixteenth century he was given an excellent education he belonged to a noted huguenot family of scholars and printers who have made the estienne name famous robert estienne the brother of charles became the victim of religious persecution he was obliged to flee to save his life and for a time the publishing business was conducted by charles estienne the latter also suffered for his faith he was thrown into a dungeon where he died in the year fifteen sixty four charles estienne wrote numerous books on literature history forestry and botany his anatomical treatise de dissectione partium corporis humanae appeared at paris in fifteen forty five with sixty-two full-page plates which combine anatomical clearness beauty of form and artistic representation a french translation of estienne's anatomy was published in fifteen forty six this work was printed as far as the middle of the third book as early as the year fifteen thirty nine some of the plates are dated as early as fifteen thirty the illustrations have been excellently cut in wood many of them show the entire body with much ornamentation so that the proper anatomical part seems small and irrelevant some of the plates show the subject in picturesque and even loathsome attitudes the text of this work is especially valuable for the history of anatomical discovery although he was an ardent galenist estienne made numerous original observations in anatomy he described the synovial glands a discovery which has been credited to clopton abers estienne was the first anatomist to discover the canal in the spinal cord he described the capsule of the liver a tissue which bears glisten's name and differentiated the eight pair from the sympathetic nerves he was the first anatomist to see and describe the valves in the veins which he called apophysis venerum discovery which has been claimed for jacobus silvius canaris amatus and fabricius the question of priority in the discovery of the valves of the veins gave rise to much controversy it is reasonable to assume that these structures were noticed independently by all of the anatomists whose names are mentioned above. End of chapter 3